It's time to make sports talk great again with Kurt Schilling and Steve Dace. And greetings. Welcome to The Blaze. I am Steve Dace. He is World Series champion, future Hall of Famer, Kurt Schilling. Each and every day we do our best here to talk sports and stick to sports. We put 25 minutes on the clock, get to as many of the day's sports topics as we possibly can. Are you ready to go, Mr. Schilling? Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready to go, Mr. Plunkett? I am. I've got the throwback jersey <laughs> of one of my all-time favorite players that I talked about the other day, Jimmy Plunkett. Yes, absolutely. Rick I am Ball's ready to go. Parkevice. Yeah, I, I'm ready to go. I, I'm, I'm just for all the people out there. I'm a Steeler fan, but this is this is there is no truer statement than this right now. All right, let's go. Beginning now, it's a special Super Bowl preview issue or episode, if you prefer, of We Talk Sports. And we come full circle with the Los Angeles Rams uh, returning to the Super Bowl as the Los Angeles Rams uh, for the first time since 1979 uh, when Vince Ferragamo and Wendell Tyler as a wild card team. Was it McCutcheon? Uh, running back, Lawrence McCutcheon? Yes, and Wendell Tyler, that was the backfield. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, and they made it all the way to the Rose Bowl uh, and uh, the uh, Super Bowl. That was the last run of uh, the Steel Curtain teams uh, in the 1970s. Of course, they've been there a couple of times as the St. Louis Rams. But we come full circle here because the very first ever Super Bowl was played at the L.A. Coliseum. Uh, and And tickets were $12. Uh, the game was blacked out locally on all LA stations because it was not a sellout. Okay. Uh, and it wasn't called the Super Bowl. In fact, they didn't even announce the venue until like a, a week before the actual game because this thing was kind of just thrown together because the AFL and the NFL have been battling for players and in the courts, you know, brutally for years. All right. And, and so I bring all that up because when you look for storylines, this this Super Bowl has been the lamest and most boring in terms of the, the two-week buildup than I can ever remember. I mean, we have a team in Los Angeles, and at no point this week has anything pertaining to the Rams been trending on Twitter at all. Yeah. In fact, if you go to LA Sports Twitter, the Rams have been trending like third in their own market all week. Apathy apathy uh I, I think that may be part of it you know uh, yeah. so when i look at storylines coming into this uh to me i think there are there's there's one major storyline for each team uh and for 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 the for the patriots uh, if you were concerned about uh this being old hat for them and you know they've been this is the eighth super bowl of the brady belichick or the ninth of the brady belichick era they're five and three so far by the way if you know what the total points scored in uh, Brady Belichick uh, Super Bowls by the Patriots in the first quarter of those previous eight games. Do you know what the total points scored is? Total points. It's going to be low. Three. Nuh-uh. Three total. No way. That's exactly what it is. Three. Three points in eight Super Bowls. Yes, in the first, in the quarter. first quarter. And you know Are why? You kidding me? Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Straight up, that is no BS. And you know wow. why? Because Bill Belichick understands I cannot win a Super Bowl in the first quarter. But when they snap the ball over wow. Peyton Manning's head through the back of the end zone and give the Seahawks a safety, I can certainly lose it in the first quarter, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Wow. All right. So I, I, the the Patriots play these really close to the vest. Pretty much every Super Bowl of this of the Brady Belichick era that they've been involved in, win or lose, has gone down to the wire. Even uh, you know when they beat the Eagles or they beat the Panthers, uh, you know, so the, this this figures to be a close game. Uh, 
So you're looking for edges. All right. The analytics here actually are all on the side of the of the Rams. Uh, they have the more talented team. Analytically, they're the more impressive team. Uh, but you have, uh, of course, uh, the greatest player of all time, arguably. Certainly the greatest quarterback on the other side. So to me, when I look at two storylines here, Kurt, for each team, uh, it's the motivation factor. If you needed anything else, and we talked about this earlier this week, it's a nickelback for the Rams running his mouth. Uh, although that seemingly that story seemingly has disappeared the last couple of days. And then I, I think maybe... Maybe the reason this hasn't been talked about a lot is the big story for the Rams is, is there's maybe a motivational factor for them, an extra motivation. And you're looking for, and you can talk about this when it, when I yeah. turn it over to you in a second. Right. When you're in a championship and both teams are great, you're looking for any little edge you can get. All right. So we talked a lot about that Rams nickelback running his mouth on Brady. But how about the fact that the Rams have been hearing for two weeks they shouldn't be in this game? Right. The, the the fourth quarter against the Saints should be replayed. The yeah. referees put them in the game. They were lucky to be here. Uh, you know this they they stole a game from the city of New Orleans. That's a, been a bigger story for the last two weeks than the buildup to this Super Bowl has. So you know put our put our audience in each one of these teams' inner sanctums for the last uh, couple of weeks leading up to this game with these okay. storylines. What's going on? Okay, uh, the the first and probably biggest point to make, Steve, is. Uh, that that discussion around finding motivation or distraction that is very fan centric. Uh, when it comes to baseball, football is a little different animal. All right, because you're talking about violence on a level that baseball doesn't have. So so maybe they're looking for an ed- edge here there. But at this point in the season, nobody needs another piece of motivation. Nobody needs there are there are no distractions unless you have someone arrested or you have some stupid thing happen or you you know it's one of the reasons why probably one of the few weeks in pro sports anywhere where there is a curfew because man coaches don't want to have to deal with that sort and we've seen that happen over a couple years wasn't it the Oakland Raiders the Raiders center that just left uh, left yeah. the team. Yeah, but then I there mean, was so, Eugene Robinson of the yep, Falcons yep. the night before the Dirty Bird Super Bowl busted yep. with a prostitute. Yeah, you don't want any of that stuff to happen. But but at, at, in the clubhouses, this is all. These teams are here for for because one thing they did better than everybody else is focus, right? I mean, and you know, I I think if if I were to look at, you know how uh, sports people will rate like. Um, Okay, there's there's 106 players in the Super Bowl. They'll rate them from one to 106 about who's most important mm-hmm. and least important, and and who's biggest influence and whatnot. I, I still believe the most important person uh, in the Super Bowl this weekend, the most influential person, is going to be the greatest coach of all time. I think Belichick. Uh, I, as much as I hate to say it, because I love Chuck Knoll, Belichick's the greatest coach that's ever lived, and. They're in the ninth Super Bowl because Belichick and Brady have been together. But Bill Belichick's gene, I that stat you told me, I had no idea. I would, I'm blown away by that stat, especially when you consider the last one they won was what 34-28. Mm-hmm. Um, they were down the twenty-eight fact, to three in the third quarter. Yeah, I remember? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, so I would tell you that 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 no, there isn't a lot of you don't need motive. These players are players you don't have to motivate to want them to to win. You, does that make sense? That they, their their approach. This week will be the guys that have been here nine times, the guys that on the Patriots side that have done this before. Their approach this week is no different than it was three weeks ago for the final game of the season. Bill Belichick's approach this week is no different than it was for the first week of the season. That's why they're here, because they understand that the game is still 100. The field's 100 yards long and what, 52 yards wide and all the things. Nothing changes but the Mm -hmm. venue. And that's why 
I think I thought after my first World Series, I always thought I had an advantage um, playing against guys in their first one, just because that first one's overwhelming. That first one, you you know, I got to tell you, I don't know how football players feel, but the fact of the matter is, yeah, you want to win, and this is a little different than maybe baseball postseason, but I was never crushed after I, I, w- I was disappointed after a World Series loss in 93 when Joe Carter walked us off but once you get to this game you've you've made it you know you're, you're AFC NFC champions you're the only two teams playing you've achieved your because so many things can happen and you don't realize that in your first one you don't realize that in your first one but but you've made it you, you there are things that can happen this weekend that would cause you to lose and and but you you're in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and 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 that first one Getting that first one out of the way for me was big only because I didn't go back for eight years and I realized I may never get back again. And the the second, third, and fourth ones I played in all uh, were easier for me because of that first one. I knew what to expect. I knew how to handle media day so it wasn't a distraction. I knew that there were guys on my team that I didn't want the media to get on and around so I would do things and say things that would take the media's attention away from different people right guys that I know don't handle the media well and criticism well and critique well and and all that stuff so and and I had the ability to to say enough dumb stuff to get them to come to me and stay away from them and so you, you know there's there's those little games but those little games you don't learn until that first one to me, the big question in this game, if you look at the three Super Bowls the, the Patriots have lost in the, in the Brady-Belichick era, there is a common thread in all three. Uh, and you just you saw it the last yeah. or the most decisive play in, in last year's Super Bowl with Brandon Graham getting the, the strip uh, sack uh, recovery. Yeah. Uh, and that is the ability of the team that they faced to get an organic pass rush with their front four. Explain. I, I know what you mean. Explain to because you say that a lot and I know what you mean. But explain what you mean by organic pass rush means that I don't have to risk uh, a, a, a wily veteran with a, a historically quick release and accuracy. Uh, him finding a hole in my defense because right. I sent an extra guy to get pressure. And, you're, and he right. exploits you're not jeopardizing that. your pass coverage. Yes. To rush the, quarterback. the ability. Basically, I can. My front right. four can keep him, put pressure on him, uh, and I can drop seven in coverage. Right. So I'm co- I'm pretty much all game covering uh, four or five guys at the most with seven. Okay, the New and, York and Giants, Patriots, the Patriots, Giants did it twice, and the, the Eagles perfect. did it last year. Yes, yep. Yep. Uh, and and the and there's and there and and there is no Brandon Cooks. Uh, you know, there's no there's no guy coming over the top for the Patriots this year right. in their receiver core. Now, this Patriot team is different than the others because there may not be a Corey Dillon kind of a back. Who knows? Sony Michelle may end up being better than that in his career. Oh, but the yeah. stable of running backs and the run, the quality of the run blocking of the offensive line. I think this is the best running attack that the Patriots have brought to no a question. Super Bowl. And the reason no why question. that matters is because now your, your guys have to respect play action with New England maybe in, in more than they have had to in years yep. and so that, that first initial step maybe it's not as explosive coming off the edge because you've right. got to respect they're going to switch you up 
and and you saw the Chiefs just get destroyed by this in the first yep. quarter and a half in the AFC Championship game two weeks ago. So I think this is the key to the whole game. Uh, if you look at the Rams' defense, they've been terrible against the run all year. The Patriots aren't very good against the run either. Uh, so I would expect if Todd Gurley is healthy, he'll have a big game. But but the one but, but the Patriots are an excellent pass rushing team. They're a little different than the Chiefs in that the strength of their pass rushing is Aaron Donald and Adama and Sue coming up the middle, and that's always the kind of rush that every quarterback, including Brady, hates the most is the guy is the rush up the middle right into your face. So I think this is the key to the game uh, is the battle up front between the Patriot offensive line and the Rams defensive front. That if the Patriots can establish enough of a running game so that we get into the third and fourth quarter and those guys with the Rams and their pass rush cannot tee off on Brady, I think that's the big question. Um. Uh, agree and disagree. Uh, I I I, I got to tell you, and maybe maybe you're you're feeling the same way I am. I'm really surprised at the lack of attention being given to Todd Gurley, in, in the fact that this. So so I would argue that the Patriots have a Todd Gurley, but it's oh it's com, it's three players combined. Right. It's White, Burkhead, right. and Michelle. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. I think Sonny Michelle's the best running back they've had. The best run created the best running game. And I also agree with you that the play action is going to be everything for the Patriots. Here's here's why I disagree with you. The Rams pass rush isn't going to sneak up on the Patriots, right? You've given Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for that organic pass rush. And I guess I would respond by saying this. Do you really believe there's a better coach anywhere in any sport given two weeks to prepare for something? Than Bill Belichick? No, I don't. He's also though lost to the organic pass rush no, three I times, I and understand. in all three of those games, he had two weeks to prepare. Right. Uh, so no, you're you're right, but yeah. but also you can point to some extremes in in situations as he didn't lose because. But that's why they, I brought they, up the that's why I brought right. up the running game. Right. To me, the right. running game the run the running game is the trade off for not having a Randy Moss, Brandon Cooks right. kind and, of a but, guy but, that can take the top off a of defense. And Rob Gronkowski's not anywhere close to where he was three or four years ago either. I don't think he's that far away. I, I think people are vastly overstating that, Steve. Oh, I, I, I I don't I think I think he's much more effective now as a blocker. Than he was oh, as I a pass catcher. Blo- no, 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 no. I think he's still an offensive force. I, I, again, I think you're going to watch his last football game on Sunday. Is what I, I, I agree. Think. If they win, okay. if they win, I, if they win, I have. I don't think for a second he'll come back. I really don't. Um, but but no, I I think I I got to tell you, I I I'm thinking that we're going to see another James White with 13 receptions, and and I I would argue that maybe we'll see. Uh, Here's what I would also say though. He, I, while while I think the Patriots have a better running game to go against an or, to keep an organic pass right. rush on, honest than the the previous three games we've mentioned, the explosion uh, explosiveness of the Rams offense. Yeah. This is far more explosive than what the Eagles brought last year. Right. This is definitely more explosive than what the two Eli Manning teams that beat New England brought to the table. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, he's going to be if he wins, he's the youngest quarterback. That guy right up there next to me on the screen, Jared Goff, to ever win a Super Bowl. But really? here's, here, yes, he'd be the youngest quarterback to ever win a Super oh, Bowl. Keep this it. in mind, though. He also he doesn't have to generate big plays by throwing the ball thirty yards down the field against Bill Belichick. You know, he can dump the ball off to Todd Gurley. He goes seventy yards to the house. Okay, yeah. and so I think there's a level. Level of explosiveness that the Rams have too, that they have a little bit more margin for error. Meaning that if this game gets in the 30s, they can win that game. Absolutely, right. they could. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's look at some of the big prop bets. And, yeah, and I wanted to ask you something too. If you, I was trying to think back to the Patriots Super Bowls, is this the most versatile running back that the that the Patriots have faced since Marshall Falk? 
Yeah. And many, in fact, you know, who he's often compared to is right, Marshall right. Falk. Yeah. And, and, and so, and I got to think know, he's going to be healthy after another two weeks of rest. Right. Uh, he was coming back from that meniscus. And I got to think the way that they won that game basically without him at the end. Um, I got to think he's interest. He's anxious to make his mark. Todd Gurley is yeah. on this game, and we forget oh, yeah. first first eleven weeks of this football of this last season. He was the best football player in the National Football League. Yep, okay. no question. That's why I said I can't believe the lack of attention he's getting. All right, let's look at some of the prop bets uh, that are going on uh, for this game. Uh, <laughs> number one. Will any players take a knee during the national anthem? I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hold toss this one aside because I don't think CBS will show it on camera if anybody does. I agree. I totally agree. All right, number but two. Do you think someone will? Um, no, I don't. I don't think anybody will. Uh, number two, over under 106.5 million U.S. viewers. Yes, there is a line on this in Vegas. How many total people will watch this game in the United States? It's 106,500,000. You're going over, you're going under. How does that comp? What, what are we comping that to? Like, wh- what's the highest rated Super Bowl viewership? Yeah, I, that I don't know. Yeah, I, I would I, guess, I though, knowing the, how they make lines, this is pretty much what la, my guess is this is about what last year's was right. with maybe a two or three percent increase in the variance because of more population and, right. a, and a major market team from Los Angeles, et cetera. I'm going to say uh, uh, under under only because I think that there it's going to be very high. I think we're in a different place social media wise with the people's ability to view the game. And is that one hundred six million on any platform anywhere right. ever? Right. Or, you know, yeah, so when I, you, the, they, they don't clarify that. Right. You know, right. we're getting into an era where they're going to have to start. Do, do you mean it in terms of network viewership? You know, when I because when I right. saw this prop it, it did not clarify what that meant. Right. It just said U.S. viewership. Uh, which team do you believe is going to score first here in the game? Uh, I, I think the first the, whoever wins the coin toss. That's about that's a hard one. I I think whoever wins the coin toss. Interesting about the Patriots this year is Bill Belichick in his career has been a ninety nine percent defer when I win the coin toss yep. guy. Yep. Sean McVay is a hundred percent defer when he wins the coin toss. Right. Okay, but twice this year Bill Belichick did take the ball, including the playoff game against the Chargers. All right, so that's something to that's well, it, something to keep in mind with that it's number. Fascinating though that. That you know that that wasn't just a random thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they played all week with an offensive game plan. To, if they had the ball first, and if they didn't, mm-hmm. that attention to detail, and and so that's that's going to be a fascinating one for me. Which player do you believe scores first? Goskowski with a kick with a field goal. Yeah, I, I think the answer to this question could go a long way in who wins the game. Really. And because here's why. Um, if it's Sony Michelle and or Todd Gurley who scores first, well, I guess it's only or because they both can't score first. Right. Uh, so uh, if it's if if it's Sony Michelle or Todd Gurley, then that would that that means that running game's been established early on more than likely by both teams, which. You know, I think Goff needs the help from the running game more than Brady does, obviously. But it it also would mean if it's Michelle and they've established the running game that already those Rams pass rushers, even if it's just a half a second that they hesitate rather than uh, getting whether rather than try to disrupt the pocket. You know, with Tom Brady, we know that's about all that he needs. Even when former lacrosse players with five flat forties are his wide receivers. Yes. Well, um, the only reason I would disagree with that is because you, you telling me that they've scored three points in the first quarter of eight Super Bowls tells me another piece to the Bill Belichick magic, which is 
few people adjust better at halftime. Agreed. But you know, you've heard me say this all season. The trend is your friend until it doesn't line up with human nature. Right. right. And and I would argue that this is the most offensively explosive team uh, in the of of the Super Bowls that the Patriots have lost. Where teams have, this is not the Rams offense isn't as good as the offense the Falcons had a couple of years ago, for example. Right, okay. Right. But the defense the Rams have is better than that Falcon defense. Okay. So when you look at teams that get an organic pass rush, okay, this is the most explosive offense the Rams have had or the F- Patriots have faced along with that pass rush. I think with McVay, I'm not saying he's the next Bill Belichick. We will never see another one. But the way the he's sort of the offensive millennial. Version Version. Like if Bill Belichick was just starting out right now, all right, and and he was from the offensive side of the football, wouldn't it look a lot like this and what yeah. the way he rolls? And so yeah. I think there's a there's a tech. I think he's got a rival technocrat on the other side, okay. Uh, and then I think he's got some weapons on the other side that I'm I I, I would bet you we're going to see more than three points scored in the first quarter here, okay? Yeah. Um, will any major? Well, and that the and the, the other reason why Steve is is. You have a. I think he's coaching a very different Tom Brady. You know, he only scored three points in eight Super Bowls with the knowledge that he was going to score twenty-one points at some that point. That he could if he had to. Right. Yes. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Will, will any major Super Bowl records passing yards? It's five hundred five. Rushing no. yards two hundred four. Receiving yards two fourteen or sacks four. No. Any of those numbers be broken? No. I don't think any. No. I don't think they will either. But I think if one has the chance, it's sacks. Because I think Aaron Donald is unlike anything that as good as the Patriot offensive line has been all year. I think he's unlike anything they've seen. Because I think he's you're talking about twenty and a half sacks, twenty and a half sacks, guys, not from an end, from a tackle. Okay, that's 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 insanity. All right, Um, over under first quarter total scoring of ten points. You sticking with that trend I gave you? You think that uh, with with the Rams it's going to go over? I think it's going to go over too. I'm I'm with you for the reason you said. I think for the reason we just talked about. I think Brady is a different animal, and I think that there will. I don't think you they ever. Uh, uh, didn't score when they could, but I think that the urgency to score this year will be a little bit more pressed. And I think McVeigh understands that if he can get if he can get an early lead with the younger, uh, more right. athletic team, that he has a pass rush the Falcons didn't have a couple years ago, and and suddenly now if you've got a big lead of twenty one ten or twenty eight to three, and you take Sony Michelle out of the game, yes. you've got pass rushers that can get home that the Falcons didn't have two years ago. And yes, I think if you make Tom Brady have to throw, mm-hmm. that that might be an, a, a a very challenging situation. Will this be Bill Belichick's last game? No, I don't think it will be either. He's not done. Yet. I, I mean, what, what, I'm reminded of, uh, you know, Joe Paterno before the Sandusky scandal right. in an interview where he talked about why he wasn't going to retire the way that uh, his idol Bear Bryant did. And he noted that Bear Bryant died six months after he retired. Yep. And he said, hey, being around the game and around these young players keeps me young. What else am I going to do? Ceramics, yep. you know? Um, yep. Over under total points in this game, it opened at 58. It's been bet down to 56 and a half. What do you think? Over. I, I, I disagree with the Sharps on this. I agree with you. Yeah. I think yeah. we're going to go over. I think neither team is really good against uh, uh, against the the run, per se. Um, and, and I think both teams have... Uh, I think both teams are going to score four touchdowns. I I agree with you. I do think both yeah. teams will score four touchdowns. Yeah. And I also wouldn't be surprised to see this game go to go to overtime, uh, yep. like what we saw a couple of years ago. And you're indoors and you're on a fast yep. track. I, I agree. Um, so let's get to the pick. We've got about two and a half minutes left. Give me your breakdown of this game, what you think happens ultimately, and why. 
Patriots uh, are favored honestly, by two and a half right now. I got to tell you, first of all, I think the Patriots win and I think they cover. Um, but I have a a a, uh, a mimicking uh, a, a similar score. I think the Patriots win again, thirty four twenty eight in overtime. I think you I think uh, you have both teams, and I think it's a late tie. Somebody ties it late, pushes it to overtime, and I think the Patriots score a touchdown in overtime to win it thirty four twenty eight. So here's the thing I, I'm. I think the Patriots will win and cover, but I don't think it's the lead pipe lock that uh, a lot of people think. This is a rare game no. where you have both uh, the pros and the Joes, meaning the public and the and the professional handicappers, are both on the same side in a major sporting event. That doesn't happen a lot, okay? Yeah. Uh, and 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 my guess is it'll move this line maybe up to three uh, by the time we get to kickoff on Sunday evening. But when I look at this game, I, I look at the fact that, um, after Tom Brady, I could make a case the next five or six players that you would choose. If you were just divvying up teams, certainly at least like the next three. Uh, but we'd go down, we'd go three Rams players before we talk about another Patriot player. Yeah. And and the and the two players that you would go next, you know, like when we divvied up in the schoolyard and the and one guy got the first pick and you got the next two, right? Okay. Right. So if we were doing this in the schoolyard, you'd take Tom Brady, number one, right? Right. Of course. But the next two guys you take Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald. I'm just telling you, the 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 Patriots haven't seen anybody like those guys. And you yeah, know why? Because yeah. there isn't anybody else in the NFL right now right. like those guys. Yeah. I mean, but, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're looking at, imagine if Reggie White played defensive tackle instead yeah. of end. Oh, I agree with you. And that's, what, with and that's what Aaron Donald is. And then but, you have Todd Gurley, who's essentially, you know, a five, the five-tool player version of an NFL yep. guy as well. And that's what gives me some pause. Because the Rams are made up, as, and I keep bringing this up. It's like the ninth time I've said, take a drink. I'm going to say organic pass rush again, okay? But the Rams are made up exactly like a lot of the team, the, the other right. teams that have beaten the Patriots, but with more explosion on offense. So, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Brady. He gets the ball last. And, and I do think just, and maybe... <laughs> And maybe it doesn't provide added motivation. Maybe it's just this is how serendipity in the universe works. But that yeah. that nickel corner for the Rams run in his mouth. All well, right, I, that th- I, those things just yeah. almost always blow up in your face when you do that. See, but I think the I think the entire world outside of New England's been running its mouth all year. I think Tom Brady. There's a little piece of him saying. Sure. You guys really honestly think I'm done? I'll yeah. show you done. Yeah. And, 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 and they were an that, underdog in the AFC championship absolutely. game in Vegas. Yeah, I, I'm yep. with you and on the that. The reason I disagree with your analogy from a first best to the second and third best players is playoffs change people. Playoffs make people play differently. Playoffs make people do things differently. Some people, it makes better. Tom Brady actually gets better in the Super Bowl. And that, there is that. We saw that with Gurley in the AFC Championship yep. game. Remember the game where in where the Chargers went in there with Ladanian Tomlinson in his prime and he just sat there yep. in a coat most of the game and we never found out why he didn't play more. He wasn't hurt. Was he cold? Right? Okay. And and there was some of that with Gurley in the NFC Championship game. It was really mysterious. You know, he was coming in, coming out. They were adamant he wasn't hurt that he could go something there wasn't guys are coming over there kind of consoling him basically something. So there could be something to that. You're right yeah. about that. Yeah. Yep. It's like you've like won a world championship in sports or something before. It's kind of <laughs> weird. All right. Could have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. See you Monday, bud. Take care.